It's not a midlife crisis, it's a midlife career pivot experiment called Fork in the Road. And I'm the human guinea pig, Andy Marshall, who's got the gall to attempt to have a successful career doing work I love, creative work, and throw that notion of a starving artist out the window. Then take the elevator down to the ground floor and jump on it some more. And I'm going to keep doing this every day on the podcast. So let's go. I want to talk a little bit about quoting this morning, you know, getting paid what you're worth. And as a, you know, and and I'm talking in regards to a service-based business, um, you know, for for these examples, um, because as you know, like, you know, I'm a creator, I'm trying to um, uh, get a, get, be successful doing something that I love doing creative work, but as you know that I'm doing other work pay the bills basically I've started a lawn mowing business and um, and the quoting thing I found really interesting and this might apply to you it might apply to your creative industry but everyone basically calls up and wants to know your hourly rate and an hourly rate is something that I've been kind of refusing to give because it's something which for instance okay so I'm just a single business owner mowing lawns for people um, and if I quote for a job I know if that job's going to take me all day or it's going to take me a couple of hours I know how much I'm getting for that job and when you work for yourself you need to do things like answer the phone. I might be in the middle of mowing a lawn, someone calls up and uh, wants wants a quote, wants some pricing and things like that. If I'm working, if I'm on the clock for someone and I'm outside talking on my phone, um, they might get a little bit annoyed with me. And, And also I find that for the client it it doesn't have any kind of hidden amount where you go where you say oh it's this much and they go oh really oh you're out there on your phone talking this amount of time and you're doing this and I said oh no but I deducted that you know you can see how it turns into a a bit of an ugly gray area so I prefer with my lawn mowing jobs we could be an art you know an artistic pursuit of some kind or creative pursuit um, is that to actually charge by the job and that way you know what you're getting and they know what they're being charged I think is a big thing. Now one massive thing I've kind of noticed with the lawn mowing stuff is I've been trying to approach it like you can do your work work as they call it or your work (laughs) I'm not sure which one it is now but basically the one that pays the bills but isn't your creative stuff you can you can do that with a real grumpy attitude and go, you know, this is just this is just the shit work um, that I need to do to get the money so I can do my good work. Or you can look at it from a positive mindset. You know, I've been looking a lot at positive mindset, being in the right frame of mind, all this kind of stuff. You know, even the law of attraction stuff. Um, I know it sounds airy-fairy to a lot of people but 
bear, bear with me here, stick with me, but there are elements that work even if you're a skeptic. You know, I'm, I'm a sitting on the fence skeptic. My dad is a massive skeptic. I'm a sitting on the fence kind of skeptic. Um, but basically, approaching your work, even if it's work that, you know, is not what you love, it's not your passion, it's just a paying the bills thing, but approach your work with happiness, um, you know, high energy, be polite to people, you know, just basically, and if you're, and be thankful for the work, because, and I am thankful for the work, for the lawn mowing work, because nobody would give a 45 year old guy with an arts background a job, because I've been, I might have been operating my own travelling cinema business for 20 years, but for someone in a CD store or a, you know, supermarket or something like that, they just go, well, you know, have you got, have you got any retail experience? No, I ran my business for 20 years. People don't care. And I'm too old, so they'd probably have to pay me too much money. So, so I had to create my own business, putting up lawn mowing flyers and, um, and receiving calls. And I am truly thankful for all the work that comes in, even if it's hard work, even if it's, you know, kind of nasty work. I was kind of up above my waist, deep in weeds yesterday, uh, whippersnipping them and, you know, probably in snake territory, <laughs> trying to be as loud as I can. But anyway, the point I'm getting to is, so if you're like happy and thankful and polite and, you know, and nice to people, I've had quite a few rather large jobs um, where I've quoted and they've gone, oh, I, I couldn't pay that, that's too much, that's too much money. And, um, and you know, I go, okay, um, that's, that's fine and I'll, and I'll kind of leave it, I'll, you know, because you've got to be prepared to walk away from work and, you know, and, and, don't, and don't come down on them or be negative towards them because they wanted it cheaper um, it's just more expensive than they thought so just leave it for a while I'd usually kind of leave it for about 24 hours or less and um, and just contact well also on that initial thing where they said oh that's too expensive then I would ask them well how much would you expect to pay for this um, job and they'd come up with a figure which was about half the amount of my, my figure and I'd go uh, okay, yeah, no, I couldn't possibly do that because it's, you know, going to take me this long and it's quite intensive and it's quite hard work and stuff like that. And, and then you just leave it again. And in one instance, I just left it again. And two weeks later, oh, that's right, I called them back and said, uh, you know, 24 hours later and said, um, look, I'm, I could potentially make it work for you know, split the difference, halfway between your figure and halfway between my figure, and um, I'll make it work for that. And in this instance, so, I'm getting paid a lot less than I normally would, however, I'm actually getting work where I probably wouldn't necessarily have work. Um, I'm doing it with a smile on my face, I'm being polite, being nice, and doing as just as good a job as what I would be doing if, as if I would be getting paid the full amount. I think that's really important that you, you know, you still provide full value. I mean, no one's going to want someone 
no one wants someone grumpy working for them and like and, and hating their employer, especially if they're your employer. <laughs> so, so, so for this particular job I'm talking about, I've gone and done half a day there already, going back to finish off to the next half a day. Um, but they basically contacted me this morning saying, oh, um, yeah, I've been able to work out the finances and stuff and it turns out we'll be able to pay you the full amount because we can see you're working quite hard and um, you know you need to get paid for that. So there you go, there's one instance where I actually ended up getting paid the full amount um, because I was prepared to come to the party for like half the amount and, and did it with a smile and a cheer and, and did an actual good job. Um, but people will see your worth and you know and if they don't you've got to be prepared to just be happy anyway um, I've had another job which was similar I completed the entire job massive job two days of whippersnipping someone's block um, and garden and it was pretty much the same deal I kind of um, offered a reduced rate um, I didn't say that I needed the work but I thought you know look they're out in the country, there's not many people that can do this job for them, so I just offered to do it anyway, for a cheaper amount, and um, completely finished the job, did it as good as I would do any other job, and then they came back to me, said, look, you've done an awesome job, um, we'll just find the extra money and we paid you the full amount. So, I think I'm on to something there, <laughs> I, think it's for, I think it's got a lot to do with staying staying positive about it and being prepared to um, being prepared to walk away from work from the outset. You've got to charge. Your initial charging price has to be what you're worth. Don't try and undercharge just to get the job from the outset because um, that's the wrong approach. And um, and you know and when you're a, a nice person, you're happy and you. All that they'll get you back to do more. So I suppose not all of this stuff is going to apply to the, the arts and the creative world. It's more of a service type business for me. But I just found that to be an interesting observation because there was a time, perhaps when I was doing the cinema business, um, where people would really beat me down on price. And I might not have been quite the happy chappy I normally am on site because I know I'm getting, getting ripped off. And since doing all this work on myself with a career pivot staff and trying to change my mindset, I've found that, you know, you can potentially turn things around. I'm not saying that it will work for you. I'm just saying, you know, I'm a monkey spotting patterns. That's what monkeys do, spot patterns and go, ooh, that kind of worked. Maybe if I did that again, all oh, that worked again. Okay, oh, you know, and and you know, go from there. You can only use your prior knowledge to you know <laughs> move yourself forward. So anyway, there's a whole bunch of airy fairy mumbo jumbo to help you on your working day. Um, stay positive. <laughs> stay positive. Stay creative, people. Check you tomorrow.
And that just about wraps up today's episode. Thank you so much for listening. And if you want to start talking, I'd love you to leave me a voice message. All you have to do is tap the link at the bottom of the podcast description and you'll be able to leave me a one-minute message there. It could be a question, your thoughts, praise, outrage. I don't care. I just want the attention. And I'll play the message back on the show and I'll catch you tomorrow at the Fork in the Road. Thank you.